Cause I'm on top of the world I'm on top of the world Hello, hello, hello. We're back. Back we are. <laughs> it's been a while, hasn't it? It has. And I mean, I know we always, on all our episodes, said, oh, it's been so long, but now we're taking the piss. Yeah, I think, yeah, like, it, 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 it has been longer than <laughs> perhaps anticipated. Well, we're here, that's all that matters, and it feels good. Feels, feels right. great, yeah. Yeah, it feels right. We're in a new, we're in a new setting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a interesting period, that's for sure. Mm. But yeah, so on the rocks, we did. Did we do four episodes? Yeah, four. Uh, towards the end of last year. So we had the intro, yeah. habits, meditation, meditation, and risk. Risk. That's it. Yeah. They're actually really good. Um, I know mm-hmm. we were listening to a couple of episodes back recently and it, it was quite powerful. Yeah. A lot better than I remember it being. Yeah, it's funny as well because it was um, it was quite strange because I, I remember I messaged you saying I'm listening to... Was it a meditation one I said I was listening to? And you were like, yeah. I am, I'm actually listening to this one. So, <laughs> we, so obviously, like, it wasn't that um, conveniently, you know, well-timed. I think we were talking about potentially mm-hmm. starting up yeah the project uh, or the process again and i think after that conversation we decided to perhaps voluntary both of us go back and and kind of yeah. listen back to some of the work we put out there um and yeah like i i obviously i messaged you and i was without sounding too grandiose about it i i was kind of blown away because it was it was it was very interesting to kind of see a past version of myself that was seemingly so steady and, and mm. well focused and and in a in a great position and it it almost seemed like very apt advice or knowledge mm. or, or or reference point for for the current me or the perhaps the the me that's obviously been exposed yeah. to this period that obviously we've gone through which has been part of the reason why this has been <laughs> so long coming. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And I remember us saying as well when we were listening back the, the actual sense of pride that we felt listening mm-hmm. back. And that was really a really good feeling. And mm-hmm. it, I was listening back. And as you say, it was like this past version speaking to the future version of us and it's mm-hmm. a surreal abstract concept. But it, as you say, it was so relevant, the stuff that we were saying. And it's almost the exact revelations we've been having recently like oh we should start doing xyz and then realize that we were saying the same things and yeah just sort of come full circle yeah again. yeah 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 um, so it, 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 really interesting. It, it, you couldn't have said it better because it was it was almost like it, it's so peculiar because like i said it just genuinely felt like that version seemed to be so much wiser and so much more on point it, mm-hmm. it was it was it was just very very strange to kind of Cause funny enough, like I was like for the last month or two, I've kind of been reorienting and and recentering myself and finding myself gravitating towards, you know, reading again, meditating again, 
I'm starting to think out what I want, who I am, and, and, and a variety of other aspects that go with that. So I've been like kind of like readjusting mm-hmm. to that and to, to kind of see that the thoughts I'm having now already seem well formed <laughs> or do you see what I'm trying to say? It's, it's, yeah. it's kind of, it, it was kind of a surreal experience. Yeah, um, definitely. And I remember I, 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 even after the initial conversation we had with regards to, you know, what, why we're we going to be re, remaking this and what our intentions are with it. And I remember we obviously set some abstract goals and, and you know, someday goals, five years, one year, and, and just, to, just to align us to kind of see that we want to time, you know, take this project, mm. regardless of what it can do, but like have a basically a roadmap of where it can yeah. possibly go. And I remember like afterwards, I messaged you saying, you know, the one thing that we didn't probably talk about, and this was after having listened to the past work mm. we put out, was like just the sense of satisfaction of knowing that you're creating and curating like work, which is essentially your thoughts and your ideas in that moment captured and put out. And I, I, I knew listening to it, there was so much value for myself. Mm. And to think that it may have that or an element of that or portion of that or fraction of that for someone else, it was that the thought of that alone was like, man, this is just, this is awesome. Like yeah, I, that alone is, 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 is worth um, restarting, restructuring, rebranding, reorganizing and committing more structure and you know essentially time to it and effort to it yeah definitely i mean i couldn't agree more but another aspect of it that i've been reflecting on a lot recently is creativity as a whole and very similar to what you just said but the whole concept of something being made out of nothing really like for example this thing didn't exist and we sort of put it into existence and now we can take value out of it I'd, I've been reflecting on that and journaling on that a lot recently and it's really really fascinating it's quite an, quite a weird abstract concept again but but that that's been on my mind a lot and that is one of the key drivers also that's been making me think we need to pick this up again and just start yeah. putting it out into the world yeah like creating this value and capturing it as a snapshot in time of our thoughts of yeah, our, yeah, yeah how for we're sure. thinking it's actually really it's really fascinating you say that because I've, I've, I've had a similar dialogue with myself and i know we've in private in conversation spoken about um essentially i think there was a nurse once that i mentioned to you once and i think i actually brought this up in 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 one of the previous episodes that we did with regards to she was working with a lot of elderly in a nursing home and kind of discussing their regrets with them and and one of those things that you know commonly was brought up and the most popular one was essentially regretting not taking risks and not putting Mm. work out there etc etc and when I kind of retrospectively look at my life and this being a prime example of it, there's, there's so much, when you listen back to it, it's, it's almost always a positive. You always look yeah. back upon it. Like, you know, even stupid things you did. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? You kind of look back at it and, and, and it may make you cringe, smile, laugh, but there's, there's, there's something there. I think mm-hmm. there's something about the act of doing things and, and executing and creating and, 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 and putting something out there, whether it's in an audio format, whether it's a video, whether it's a picture, whether it's a memory, an experience, uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's quite a powerful thing. It, I think it, it's like the art of, of living. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like you, you're, you're adding something else to the canvas of your life. Definitely. I couldn't have said it any better. And uh, what do you think kind of prevents you from doing that more? I think it's a very good question. I think I, I would like to 
as we often do, kind of use some of the word, you know, verbiage and the words and, and, and the thoughts that we've listened to. I think Jordan Peterson says it quite well. I believe it's, 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 it's perhaps a combination of, of being afraid of essentially, I, I think it stems from what this, this, this need of, of wanting this perfect experience, memory, product, idea, yeah. podcast, Definitely. conversation. And I think in our quest of trying to, to get perfection, we just, we just don't even allow greatness to come out. Do you see yeah, what I mean? I couldn't agree and, more. and oftentimes you're so focused on the end destination or the, or the end result mm. that you almost forget that it's the journey or the process and the reflection after the fact that is actually where the magic lies. Yeah. Does that make sense? And, and ironically, it's it's through that journey that you actually end up getting to the result you wanted in the first place. Mm, mm. Whereas if you're fixated on the result and then skip the journey, you don't get yeah. the result. It's actually, I think, Seth Golden was saying on, on the Tim Ferriss recently, he was saying that um, people avoid starting or people avoid doing and executing because they're waiting for perfection. They're waiting for the highest quality thought, mm. idea, product, whatever yeah. it is. And that waiting for that quality stops them from doing sure but in reality you it's only through doing that you achieve quality absolutely yeah so that, that sort of flip of perception i think is really key and it's something i've certainly been trying to instill more in myself sure um because i think i've always been a victim of paralysis by analysis absolutely likewise yeah. trying to strategize too much as opposed to just yeah getting into it and seeing how it goes it's, it's very fascinating because i've actually had this conversation recently with someone and i think i would like i'd I really like to think what you you know i would like to hear what you think about it essentially i think there there's an element of i think we're both quite somewhat disciplined mm. and we've 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 found growth and development and maturity and and all these other great assets that you, 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 you'd aspire to as a young man, like trying to navigate this world, is that you try to instill this, this concept of delayed gratification. However, I, I do believe there's, there's a very thin line that you can cross. So you're delaying gratification in the attempt of trying to get perfection. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, it's, it's like, I feel like sometimes like I sit on ideas and thoughts or, or, or things, mm -hmm. and, 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 and I'm quite aware because as I was speaking to this person, I was kind of highlighting Again, when I retrospective, um, retrospectively look back at my upbringing, I was always the kid that'd go to a restaurant with his family and I'd always decide to eat like the rice first, right? Because mm. it's like we're, so you got a typical dish where like it's, it's, it's meat and, 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 and rice. Let's just simplify yeah. for the sake of this conversation. And the meat is essentially the nice part, right? Mm. And I'd always try to eat the, the rice and leave the meat, yeah, yeah. like the best part for the end. But by that point, I'd be full and I couldn't <laughs> eat the meat. So like, my dad ended up eating it and it just infuriated me. Mm. And or someone, my mom would buy me a new pair of you know trainers and I'd, I'd love them, but I'd but not wear them. them. <laughs> I wouldn't wear them. I kid you not, I wouldn't yeah, wear them. No, I'm exactly like, I'm gonna wear this for the right occasion. Mm. And a year or two would pass and I can no longer fit into them and they'd have to be given to charity. So like, this is like a reoccurring theme throughout yeah. my life. And I look back at it, this is like happened over and over and over again. I remember like the last one, last example, I'll give you your, your, your crack up. Um, do you remember Pixo? Mm -hmm. So back in the day, like, 
back in the day. Um, when we were in we primary school, so everyone was making Pixel accounts. It was very much pre-MySpace, so way before Facebook. So Pixel was essentially where you could um, create a web page and it, everyone would use very, very primitive GIFs where they'll be glittery and glowing and then they would write about them and put a picture of them and it was just very primitive. Everyone had a page, you'd visit it and you can have a chat box and people leave comments. So I made it my mission to make the best Pixel page imaginable, right? And I was like, I want to make my Pixel page so good, I'm going to have a section that's going to help. This is going. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, I'm going to make a section that's going to be how to make your Pixel great because that's yeah. going to bring even more people onto it, right? Because it's going to be like, not only are they going to find about me, there's going to be a yeah. section like and, and you could have little HTML codes to like change the cursor or the sidebar, the scroll bar will be a specific colorway and I'd have various things. And bro, like I kid you not, I must have spent months doing research on this, right? And and it was always password protected because I was like, I need to get it right to launch it. And it never happened. <laughs> Literally a, a, an 18 month project and it had taken hundreds of hours. It never actually launched. That Pixel page never saw light of day. <laughs> to this day, I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, I did all of that. And every time I'd come and redesign it, recolor it, pastel colors, no, this needs to be this, make it cleaner, sleeker, blah, 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 blah. And at no point was this MVP, yeah. you know, this minimum viable product. It, it was never, it, 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 the minimum part was never minimum. Do you see what I mean? It was yeah, like a maximum that, product that never got launched. Yeah, 100%. It's just that, age-old testimony of I guess uh, trying to perfect something so much that you you pretend to yourself that you're making progress on something whereas in reality nothing's changing yeah because if you're not putting it out there you're not progressing anything really. yeah absolutely it's the true meaning of what productivity actually means yeah you get you get so caught up in the process of, yeah. of it that you don't actually start <laughs> yeah does that make sense yeah and, and you end up, you finish the day, you finish the week feeling like you've made a lot of progress, but actually mm. nothing's changed really and truly. Yeah. You still haven't produced anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, we digress. <laughs> yeah. So we had the, on the rocks and we, we were, I would like to think building a bit of momentum and then we got smacked by 2020. <laughs> yeah, as the <laughs> great been a philosopher, year. stoic philosopher, Mike Tyson once said, <laughs> yeah, we had a plan until we got punched in the face. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And 2020 was packing a bloody heavy punch. Mm. Um, so yeah, so what an interesting year it's been. It, it's so surreal when you think back and mm. think from what early March until now we're in nearly November. What yeah, it's has insane. The world gone to like it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's insane. Been? It's surreal. Like to like there's there's it's very difficult to come to terms with it because it's it's like it's constant. The realization you keep on re-realizing. Hold on a second, like November. Are you kidding? Mm -hmm. Like, out of curiosity, do you, do you happen to know when 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 our last podcast um was aired? Uh, funnily enough, I think it was December. Last so week. it's nearly been a year. Yeah, that's insane. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's like it's 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 mind blowing. Yeah, unbelievable. To think that we've been sort of in a state of lockdown for seven months now yeah that's ridiculous and, and it's not you know the, the the difficulty isn't necessarily a physical side of it i think it's it's for me anyway it was more more of the more or less the mental because it felt like it was a mental lockdown mm. does that make sense it was like uh uh it almost felt like you're you're oh, it's, it's so you know i perceived it as such that my 
growth trajectory was locked down. Mm. Just does that make sense? Yeah. Where in, in in essence, obviously, we've, we've retrospect, you know, we, we've spoken about this, and, and and that's something that we personally value ourselves very highly on. And yeah, identify with like yeah. our growth trajectory. So if that gets in put into a mental prison, then that's almost like the worst form of torture for people yeah. like us. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it, 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 it was a period. It was, it was really, really strange because um, I think, you know, we stayed, we stayed in contact, obviously, and we, we, we went on walks together and, 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 and tried to keep ourselves as orientated as our friendship is, is founded mm-hmm. upon, on, on, on the truth and the wisdoms that we've kind of discovered and discussed and, and developed together. Yeah. And I remember, like, the first two months of it, I was, I was very resilient. Mm. almost to the point that I was, I was actually literally saying this last night to someone I was I was saying to my boy T I was like what it felt like is that it was almost like the five stages of grief right and they say like the first one is the, you know that you, you yeah, don't yeah. believe it and then it's anger what the exact five mm. sequences so it, it felt like to me the first two months I was just like in, in denial like no nothing this is not a problem they said two weeks three weeks no no problem but no but, but and then it was a realization of oh shit like this is not going away <laughs> and i was so convinced that it was nothing yeah. so then the reality of realizing that this is no longer nothing and in that process realizing that perhaps i may have you know allowed that proverbial creep to come in mm-hmm. you know and 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 influence and infect yeah my my daily ritual practices thought processes and the very things that i've had obviously prided myself on and we discussed in our numerous podcasts prior yeah. and it, it almost felt like um i allowed this 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 small sense of inertia just to just manifest more and more mm. in but like i was aware of it in a sense but i was kind of like this it's gonna go back to yeah. x or y do you know what i mean it, it was it was very interesting and i think after that point we it, it <laughs> was it was it was you know the floodgates floodgates um floodgates yeah kind of opened and it was it was kind of a slippery slope yeah you went down some some deep rabbit holes mm. <laughs> i remember we, we went on a few walks trying to like walk through nature and as you say get back in touch and think like what's going on how do we frame it and you have to say that sometimes it feels like it wasn't us when i look back at it now just the words we were using the phrases we were saying the things we were referencing yeah just i think you're being kinder by saying we it's all right man i'm back man i'm in, my, I'm in a higher self man. yeah understandably it affected you a lot more um that, that's to be expected but yeah i mean it, it's still hard to try and understand that 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 was actually us was the same us that we mm. were two months prior and the same us that we are now yeah but it was almost like a whole different person yeah um, and I think some of the key things that we eventually came to to start turning things around was all about almost stripping everything back and going back to the essentials yeah. and the basics. Um, I think it got to a point where at first we were thinking, okay, we need to pack more and more in, more of the positives to try yeah. and get us back. But then we realized, actually, no, we need to start stripping back. Again, you're being kind with the we. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think in our previous episode on habits, we were saying that, like the first place to start is always to strip back as sure. opposed to add new things so it was good to almost remind ourselves of that and 
as we started stripping things back and having less things to focus on personally i feel like we started building that momentum again sure um, and that was that was really impactful yeah i think for me it was also a case of fundamentally at, at the stage that obviously like I, I i would like to think some of the some of my like i, I lost the basically the m- momentum and the and the structure and the elegance with which I was executing, you know, my morning mm. rituals, my evening, my journaling and the various aspects, it kind of became a little bit sporadic. So a bit like, you know, segments will happen in here and not there. And there was no momentum being built. It's kind of stop start. And as a result, I realized that, um, I realized that a lot of the connection that I had from a spiritual, emotional and um, physical sense you know that trifecta essentially that was kind of broken up it was kind of Mm. the balance wasn't there so i wouldn't feel right physically and or emotionally and i tried to get the spiritual so it kind of felt like everything was kind of not in sync and the moment i sat down and i went back to basics which is kind of what you said Mm. and stripped it back and kind of said okay so why is my physical not perhaps in tune as much as it should be it wasn't as obvious but it wasn't as obvious where you were seeing it from. Why do I feel like this? Yeah. But the moment that you, you kind of broke it down to its core components and start looking at your physical, um, the physical, your physical body from perspective, like what am I doing with my diet? What am I doing with my sleep? What am I doing with my meditation? Which is obviously, I know it, it goes into, into the realm of emotional and spiritual also. It kind of then simplified it. You're know, like, okay, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm committing a lot of sins <laughs> that I know do you see what I mean? Mm. And I think I think the the the, the analogy that I'll, I kind of use, and I've used it with you before, is that you have to be very careful on this journey because essentially what you're doing is the way I see it is like we're young men, we're kind of naively lost and needing guidance, and we kind of you know walk into these concepts and these ideas, and we develop it, and we read, and we in you know in in, in we ingest this knowledge, this is this body of knowledge, yeah. and as a result, what ends up happening is that you upgrade yourself and you, you, you essentially start, like let's say you're a Peugeot 206, like a basic, <laughs> basic, you know, basic car that, yeah. you know, any teenager coming, like getting a driving license or whatever, you know, car you want to use as a reference point, you kind of fine tuning that and you kind of stepping up yeah. the, the models. And essentially you're trying to emulate a Formula One car. The problem with a Formula One car is an incredibly high functioning car that's been designed for extreme precision and, and aerodynamics. And it's, it's, it's a fine tune, you know, machine. But the problem with that is if, if, if you neglect one small bit of it or two small bits of it, the whole thing can fall apart and because you're driving it so, so, so quickly. Yeah, and the in, in such so a, tiny. the margins become so much, so much more not- noticeable. Yeah. So the smallest piece of stone or st- smallest bump that maybe a Peugeot 206 won't even notice. Mm. At, at that frequency, when you're running at that kind of tempo, where you've got that kind of rhythm yeah, and balance, it kind of offsets the whole machine. And I think that's something to be very mindful of. The small creeps and, 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 and the mistakes and, the, and they're basically far more noticeable because you, you move away from your stat, uh, you know, this, the status quo, this baseline that you create for yourself. And the drop from that is so much, it's so much more difficult to drop from high than it is to go from baseline. Mm. Does that make sense? And I think like that for me was kind of where it started hitting home where I'm like, I don't think, I don't feel, I don't function, I don't feel the same way as i used to because like yeah. it was it was like 
like what a couple of months ago. So I still had a good recollection of like what I felt like when I woke up, what, what I felt like when we had conversation, and it, it just wasn't there. And it wasn't a case of like oh just you know poo pooing it away or shoo shooing it away with, to a pandemic because the pandemic was just something, be it a difficult period and and, yeah. and, a, and, a, and, a, and a very harsh reality for for the world, but it was for everyone. Do you see what I mean? So it wasn't a case of like, it was just happening to me. It was yeah. happening to everyone. And of course it affects different people in different ways, but it was essentially a universal thing. So it couldn't have been just that. So that was that was a really big and important thing for me to, with the moment I, I got to grips with that, it was kind of like, oh shit. Like, so I, I need to control my stimuli, my reference points, my data, like everything that I'm consuming and how I'm interpreting things and how I'm responding to it and how I'm preparing myself for it. Yeah, definitely. The downfall is so exponential as well when you're trying to operate at that level. Absolutely. Like, as you say, the little creep that might come in all of a sudden leads to the next domino, which almost doubles in size and then the next thing doubles and all of a sudden yeah, you're yeah. like crashing at rock bottom. Hmm. Um, so I completely agree. I think it's so important to be aware of all of that. And I mean, I think for me, and I know you agree largely as well, um, a key part of that self-awareness and tracking and identifying the patterns that are happening is through journaling. Mm. And if every day, say, I'm journaling on my state and what I'm thinking and what I'm planning, over time, you start to identify those patterns. Mm. And it's interesting because I know while you were in that period, recently you've started looking back at those journals from that period mm -hmm. and now you can see oh shit like there was tons of red flags yeah 100 percent. which is which is which is very interesting because it, we essentially to, you know another reference to tim tim ferris which is in, in in the podcast with matthew mcconaughey which i found really interesting and i know you did as well yeah. um they discuss obviously because obviously matthew mcconaughey is is, is is an incredible actor interesting guy um but we've always been very fascinated, obviously having, we, we actually references his speech at the university. Yeah, and, yeah. and one of the main things he, he's very, he's, he's, he's obviously very interesting. And, and one of the things he says, he's been journaling for like 30 odd years. Mm. And one of the key points he highlighted, which was very much what I did. And it, it, it was kind of heartwarming to almost hear was that he goes back he basically journals throughout and when he's in a good place or when he's not so much in a good place and he kind of associates his being in that moment emotionally physically mm -hmm. spiritually to like the people the spaces the the opportunities and what he's actually doing so like who is he surrounding himself with what is he eating what is he doing etc etc so he can then retrospectively come come back and view those pages if he is then in a positive place knowing yeah. how to then as he says that quite eloquently learn how to run downhill so so steady himself and know when things are going well how to handle that and, and actually appreciate the scenery and enjoy that things are going well because essentially as he says there's always going to be you know an uphill, yeah, the uphill stretch is just around the corner and on the other side perhaps even more importantly is essentially when things aren't going well when you are allowing inertia and you know the creep and and, and various other things to to kind of throw you off kilter essentially is okay, is this a pattern? Has this happened before? Yeah. Going back and seeing, have I been in this place before? What are the commonalities between now and then? What did I do to get out of it? Um, what did I pick up then? And I, I remember when I was going through, through, through journals, because like I said, I was still sporadically journaling and I said it too funny enough, it was kind of like every day, every two days, mm. once a week, once every two weeks, and it became more and more sporadic. And I think 
what I realized is as I was reading them, it was very, very, it, it was almost like a call, call for help. Mm. Like, that's probably a little bit dramatic, but it was essentially saying to myself, writing, because I write in third person almost, is like, listen, like, you're letting, th- this is not right. Like, you're emotionally yeah. unstable. You know this is, you're letting this, or you're not journeying as regularly, or you're not basically making time to see friends, and you're not, you're focusing too much on this area, mm. and you're, you're being too materialistic, or you're being too focused on, 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 the business, on your business, or you're neglecting your family, or whatever that may be. Yeah. And looking back at it, I'm like, man, like, so the, the, the red flags were there. <laughs> you know, there was many of them. There was Definitely. tons of them. And, and I think a key with that as well, um, you kind of touched on it as well, what Matthew McConaughey was saying is that when he started journaling on when things are going well, um, then when he is sort of in the uh, uphill battle and he's sort of feeling on the rocks, um, he looked back at his journals from when things were going well and he looked at, okay, what was I spending my time on? Who was I hanging out with? What was I Absolutely. eating? What was I doing? So you can revert back to it. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that's really powerful. Yeah. It's actually really funny though, like it's it's the ebbs and ebbs and flows of of of, of the peaks and the troughs. It's it's really interesting because in the same way that exponentially it can come down, I, I kind of feel like it can also yeah, you know, perhaps not at the same speed because I think coming down is always quicker. It's almost like they say, um, when you're when you're coming down, you're taking the 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 lift and when you're going up you take an escalator yeah so the going up process and building these these foundations is, is a slower process where when you're coming down you're just dropping like you know gravity is doing this thing so i think that's that's really fascinating but but essentially i do believe if you've got some sort of a structure that you've internalized i do think the moment i start i started to actually meditate not oh i'm gonna you know do this for 10 minutes yeah, which yeah. is kind of what we said which, which is actually try and sit down and actually think about why you're sitting down and just allowing your thoughts to come in and go and or or just 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 eat what you know intrinsically has worked for you you know you at some Absolutely. point i do anyway and, and i know you do we kind of know what our bodies recognize and what they what fuels them well and and, and what a good night sleep consists of do you know what I mean? And, and and I feel like at that point, it's just reverting back to the basics that you know. It's like going back to, to what you know works, you know? Yeah, exactly. 100%. And I, I think while we're uh, mentioning the McConaughey and Tim Ferriss thing, an, another thing that he said, which goes with this as well, is um, when, when you are in that period and you start asking yourself the big questions, mm-hmm. it's so fundamental that you actually sit and answer those questions. Yeah. And it sounds a bit silly almost but it's like you know when you're feeling down and you're like you can ask yourself what's the point of me doing this whatever this is mm. very, the key very is to actually yeah. sit whether it's thinking about it journaling on it or whatever actually sit and write what is the point of me doing this sure and just through that process you sort of counteract the negative thoughts and i think yeah. that was really powerful and yeah. i started trying to apply that and it is it makes a big difference 100 percent, and i think even even because like we've got, and I know you do. We've got like a like a daily journaling process, and mm. and that is perhaps more of a cathartic process of just like writing down your thoughts and your 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 feelings yeah. in that moment. But then obviously, like I've got a weekly, more like a, it's, it's I want to say goal setting is like essentially. So I've got or well, I've realigned what my Sunday could be, and then kind of like the five year one year, and then you kind of reverse engineer that down to the week, and then obviously the day. So I do a weekly one and I've noticed with a weekly one, there's a set of questions that I've obviously modified that apply to myself and there's various um, almost categories that I then dis- 
like um, score myself on, mm. right? And there's a there's, then another part where on those categories, i.e. there's another set of questions that you go through. So the point I'm trying to make is that in, in essence, when you force yourself to actually answer those questions, like what are two great things that happened to me this week? Yeah. Um, what, what is one thing that if I could advise myself, my former self in, from the future, what would I advise that person? And like various things. But when you actually write them out yeah. and you look back at it, it's actually very, very powerful. So like, if, even if you ask yourself like some basic questions and you actually force yourself to answer it, you kind of feel like, well, I did achieve that. So you kind of like almost are dealing with yourself in third person. Does that make sense? Because yeah, yeah, like it, you, you detach your, and I think this is a critical, critical thing that Marshall Goldsmith talked about because essentially every single one of us has two versions of ourselves. Well, he, I'm sure there's more, but essentially there's two people. There's a planner and there's a doer. So essentially there's, there's a Cheyenne out there Mm. in you that's the ceo shine right he's the he's the he's the planner he's yeah. the he's the guy that wants to make this happen for you and make that happen whether it's in a career format whether it's a relationship whether it's your habits and he comes up with all these plans and for you being a wolf it'll probably be an evening you know at night time you're 100%. sitting there writing and, and being all like oh, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that but then the next day do a Cheyenne, who's an employee essentially within this 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 bubble, this fictional this this this, this metaphysical bubble of, of, of who you are as a person that needs to wake up and execute CEO Cheyenne from the night before. Yeah. And most people don't realise that connection. That you can sit there and and and, and, and fantasize and, and plan and, and, and come up with these grand ideas and, and, and processes and ideas and, and things that you're gonna do, but there's another version of you that's going to have to wake up that is going to be distracted by the environment that is going to have be be extremely influenced by something like a pandemic or relationships or things not going right or not being fed properly or not having slept or being tired or being um you know be, being bored or being distracted and, and whatever that may be that's got that's going to have a reduced sense of willpower that's then going to have to execute these things and understanding that and trying to basically be mindful of that that you're going to essentially another version of yourself is going yeah. to have to wake up and execute execute these things can almost have a more compassionate ceo to kind of mm. be like okay um, how can i partner up with this other version of myself that's and really assist and aid them do you see what i'm trying to say so Am I realistically going to go do this tomorrow? Like if CEO Cheyenne at two in the morning is like, yeah, I'm going to wake up, go for a run. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Do you, it's like historically, has that worked? Has mm. that version of Cheyenne that wakes up in the morning, is he able not. to do that? It's a whole other person. This, does that make sense? Like, so Absolutely, I think, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's like, so I don't think I've, I've perhaps gone on a little bit of a tangent I, of I that, but that, I, think I think it's so important to, to be able to answer to yourself and be 100%. realistic with yourself. 100%. Um, and, and I think that is a really key point. Um, but I think what also is important there is to know that there is a difference between the CEO side of you and the doer side. And Employee, don't expect yeah. the doer side of you to be making those CEO style strategic decisions and planning. Um, it's almost like, I don't really know how to explain this, but don't expect yourself to, if you are a night owl kind of person like me, don't expect yourself to wake up and make your plan for the day, for example, because that's a sure. strategic thing. Make your CEO version of you do that at nighttime if you're nocturnal. Sure. Then allow the doer to just focus on doing. Yeah. So similar to what you're saying. It's like, more like how, to, how, a, how can you optimize that? I exactly. Guess. So have a partnership and then allow the other person to just focus on doing. Like, you know, because you're hmm. the partner, you're setting up the environment, you're setting up the systems yeah. for the no, doer to just do it. I completely agree, yeah. I think I think the, the the key things I think again for me anyway occasionally 
the CEO side or, or, or the, the planner, the thinker, the dreamer side of me is perhaps a little bit too ambitious on occasions. Mm. Does that make sense? And I think I just have to show myself. And, I've, and I remember on our first psychedelic experience yeah. is the, 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 the biggest revelation coming out of it was that, like, and I said it to you and, 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 and it was like, I need to be kinder to myself. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and, and it was like a prominent thing that kept on coming up, like it's okay. And it was almost like I was conversing with myself and, and the whole, and I get goosebumps talking about it right now because I kind of feel like I'm reliving it a little bit mm-hmm. in a sense. It was, it was literally like, like, relax. Like, it's good, it's okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one, no one out there is, 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 you know, it's not your father, it's not your, your friend, it's not society. Like, no one's, ex- the expectations that you're putting upon yourself and yeah. you're, you're feeling the, this burden of this pressure of, of doing X, Y, and Z, whatever they may be, and they manifest in, in accordance. So irrespective of you achieving it, it just morphs into something else. Irrespective of that, that's self-inflicted. So just be kinder to yourself and accept that. So I think that's such a critical thing for me anyway, which is kind of like, there's nothing wrong with being ambitious and a dreamer and a planner and wanting to do great things, but understand that there's, there's a fragile relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. And... appreciate appreciate that you can't you can't allow that ceo to then come and just 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 absolutely shit on the employee who's 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 perhaps not even capable of executing this kind of thing so assist in that process help yourself give yourself the best chance possible but also understand that you have to actually be kind it's like if you didn't extrapolate this in a business as a business owner and, and, and i know you work in you've worked in several big companies the CEO just can't come and be like, oh, do this, do that. And then the employees are like, just like these, you know, these robots that are just supposed to execute meticulously. At some point, people, the, the employee will be like, fuck this guy, man. Like, yeah. what's what? Like, there's no point. I can't get catch a break. It doesn't matter what I do. Because this fucker just every night manifests a new reality. So if I got one, he wants two tomorrow. If I, if I sell two, uh, you know, 10 things, he'll want 20 tomorrow. So you have to kind of, that doesn't work in a real world. And everyone will kind of be like, no, that's a bad CEO. Mm-hmm. Like, don't work for that guy. But essentially, again, in my case, I find myself or have found myself doing that to myself. And because you're in that bubble, like I said, there's no escaping it. Yeah. Does that make sense? So you just build, you build result, resentment from, from both sides of the, of the, of the spectrums, mm-hmm. where in reality, ideally, you want to be chaos and order you kind of want to find a middle yeah, line the yin and yang the yin and yang. like with what you're saying the, the vice versa applies as well like you can't just be doing and executing stuff without having any sort of strategic planning in place because that will lead to its own problems you absolutely just be erratic and trying to do everything and not really getting anywhere um so i completely agree like you need to have the yin and the yang and you just need to find that balance it can't be more dominant on one or the which other. is very very interesting actually like as you were saying that is a, is a very small point to, to probably highlight. We perhaps are on the flip sides of both, mm. hence you raising the other side. Yeah. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I feel like the CEO in me is a bit crazy and I'm like overly thing, but you're like, you're more maybe in touch with that side. Yeah. So it's like, we sometimes have to realign uh, the other way. Yeah. Does that make sense? So it's, it's actually a perfect example, yeah. even in a dialogue, how you're, computing what was just said how you then run it through a different filter and yeah. i think it's perfectly fine and i think it's so critical and i guess it comes back to self-awareness and, and understanding kind of like who am i yeah and who is kind of in the lead chair yeah. at given times of course definitely 
Um, yeah, so we've, we've been riffing for quite a while now. Uh, so coming back to sort of what, what this whole podcast journey is going to be for us, like we are now picking this up again and we're committing to it and mm-hmm. we're holding ourselves and each other accountable to making this a regular thing. Um, we are restarting. And as part of this restart, we're looking at potentially new branding as well. Like yeah. Relaunch, completely fresh, blank canvas, like let's commit to this. Um, it was a really interesting conversation we had last week and we literally planned out the whole, all our goals of someday, five years, one year, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like fully thinking of this podcast as a full business opportunity as if we were starting a business. Yeah, like a startup. Um, and I think it's just going to be really key that we do stick to that and hold ourselves accountable. Absolutely. And we put like um, constraints. Yeah. And whether it's a time commitment or. Yeah, definitely. And again, tying back to what we said at the start of this, like don't delay an episode or a concept because we're waiting for perfect. Like, yeah. Just, just do it. Just know that we're going to do it and stick to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, what is this? I guess new podcast going to look like, like in terms of format and structure. Yeah, so so interestingly, like as as recently as last night, we've kind of <laughs> fine tuned and 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 honed down in, in, into the processes. I think there was a part of us that was excited at the idea of perhaps covering topics in the world that we can then translate and filter through mm. our ideologies and and concepts and theories and and personnel that we've obviously listened and and, and read read from and then we kind of also then probably maybe listen to our podcast and like the idea of running through individual concepts and then yeah. just kind of extrapolate and expanding that as, as widely as we can and so kind of we, we've kind of thought like okay so how can we perhaps merge this and it's kind of like it's going to be somewhat free-flowing in a sense that there might be a, a specific topic like we did obviously risk or habits or happiness or it could be something a little bit more event-based so it can't it's kind of fluid so a concept that we may pick or topic could be a singular so it could be a word like happiness interesting or it could be a a concept or a paragraph or a sentence or whatever that may be and then the idea is then to run it through essentially three filters which is kind of like what are the origins of this Mm -hmm. like what are origins of happiness in a sense that like what is the earliest, when was it discovered? When was the word founded? Like who were the people that essentially first discovered and, and added meaning and me and, and texture to the, to the, to, to the concept? Yeah. Then, and with that, what are some of the sort of ancient views on what happens is, yeah. for example? So it's, like, it's kind of like an origin story yeah. of it, um, which will then follow into what is the current understanding yeah. of, of, of it for us, for the world, for society at large, um, perhaps technology, um, elements of society how that's kind of influencing that and the final one is kind of like where do we kind of see it morphing and evolving into in the future so it's yeah. kind of the, the, the trifecta of like origin present yeah. and future yeah I think that'll be really interesting I'm, I'm really excited to even try and delve into topics with those three yeah. filters in mind because I think I think the, the ideal thing is because we essentially when we narrowed it down those five filters that we really are passionate about which was essentially biohacking and, and and hacking the physical body that we yeah. whether it's from a sleep format whether it's for 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 meditation whether it's an app a, a gadget or a device then we were very obviously we we're fascinated by wisdom yeah. which then obviously is, is stoic philosophy 
writers and, and, and thinkers of, of, of the past generation. We were, we were very, we were obviously naturally very interested in tech, technology and how that's facilitating this, 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 you know, this, this, this evolution into, into the new, new field. From a finance perspective, how can that essentially finance our kind of, we said finance, but we see it kind of as finance business career, yeah. how that can kind of, how can you morph your identity from a doing perspective aligned to, through that process? And, and there was obviously interest of, we're both very interested in marketing, branding, storytelling, narrative, and how that on a human, emotional, psychographic, psychological aspect influences a person. Yeah. So I think those five categories quite aptly fall into those three when we narrowed it down. Because the origin, if you think about it, is kind of naturally going to be very, very wisdom orientated. Um, yeah. The present's going to be obviously biohacking, things that you can do right now, technology, career perhaps to a degree, but I think career may be a little bit moving into the future. And I think, I think future yeah. obviously is, is relevant of where we, we see it heading Definitely. and how we can rebrand ourselves, how we can you know, create our narrative more, more effectively. So I think they kind of fall really nicely. Yeah, I think sort of uh, transitioning that into what the outcomes we want from this podcast is, um, as we said earlier, like the value that we felt just listening back to our old episodes, obviously one of our outcomes would be to be able to provide some value for others as well. Um, but I think one of the key things for me is what you're just talking about and taking a concept that interests us, for example, happiness or whatever it is, and sort of researching into the origins of it and the present and starting to speculate what the future of it might look like i think that will help us learn and truly understand the concept yeah, on a so much level. deeper yeah yeah um, and i'm really excited for that because i mean that's what we try to do anyway on a whenever we try and learn something new but this yeah. is almost forcing us to go deeper and understand it yeah. even more and that really it, excites me yeah it causes a, a kind of reinforced essentialism mm so to speak, where you're kind of stripping it back to the core fundamental origin and essentially and how that then develops from there. And I think it's, 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 it's something that how we always approach things, which is kind of like, where is this coming from? What is it? Yeah. What's the ancient wisdom on it? Who's come before us? Who's, you know, approached this yeah, topic yeah. or this, this, this idea? How, how are we interpreting it? And where do we think we can be moving forward with that in the future or where does the future head Definitely. with regards to that topic so i think it's 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 a very exciting process um and it sits really nicely because we kind of like literally spoke we were, we were having drinks last night and when we kind of stumbled upon it discussing mm. it it just kind of felt like yeah this sits really yeah, nicely it just felt right yeah. yeah definitely um yeah i mean that that really is the introduction to what what our new podcast is going to be how it's going to be structured what we're thinking and i really just am genuinely excited to sort of start this new phase of this project really mm. uh, and just commit to it and hold ourselves accountable and i'm really looking forward to seeing what comes out of it for us personally as well as what we can put out into the world i couldn't agree more i i, I couldn't agree more and it's just it's just in such a crazy time it's, it's just nice to kind of revert back to something that just feels feels right, you know. You it just feels again, like something yeah. that's quite fresh and organic and, and, and pure, and it's un, you know unfiltered and and, yeah. and it's just, it's it's very difficult to kind of filter long form conversation. That's Definitely. that's the kind of and we've, we've obviously reflected on 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 where we believe the future of of, of marketing and branding and storytelling yeah. is going to be. And I feel like in a world where 
everything is it's become focused on lighting angles filters mm. and it, it's it's very difficult to kind of edit the edit conversation you know yeah. long form raw where you're articulating a thought like raw and, and connecting the dots and like we we obviously prior to this wrote down a couple of key points that we could discuss today and, and i think a lot that ended up being discussed was kind of like <laughs> just out of nowhere like the the whole thing about the ceo self and that i think like <laughs> it was it was it was fascinating for me to bring that up or the, the, or, or even the reliving of the psilocybin Mm. realization so i think i think it's 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 such an incredible experience to be able to do that with someone that is equally as interested and invested and, and passionate about these topics absolutely and it's it's just honestly a pleasure yeah, as you likewise thank <laughs> you as you said during such a crazy time as well like we have to again remember <laughs> this has been a crazy period yeah and for us to be able to do this now and actually feel motivated and driven to do this sure is is really nice and i'm looking forward to it yeah and i will just bring up our usual quote of the day um mm. from our quote of the episode sorry quote of the episode yeah um we are planning to do these weekly guys yeah definitely we're, we're gonna a commitment commit now. to weekly heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> um yeah epictetus uh, one of our great stoic mentors um and he has a quote saying just keep in mind the more we value things outside our control the less control we have and I think that's very fitting to 2020. Could not agree more. <laughs> cool. Well, brother, this has been a pleasure. It has been a very great pleasure. And I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. See you guys.